Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Art and Stuff with Amy Howard, and I am that Amy Howard. Hello. This week I was joined by the lovely Jo Fisher, who is a writer. She invited me round for dinner, round her house, made a lovely time. Um, I do apologise for the sound quality of the first half of the podcast. I did not record everything correctly, but we sorted it out in the end. Oh yeah, and this podcast contains bad language, okay? Today I am at the lovely home of writer Joe Fisher. Hey Joe. Hi Amy. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're most welcome. She just fed me the most glorious mac and cheese and I've got the loveliest pinot, haven't yeah, we? Well, well, I can't complain about your pinot. Shall we cheers. cheers. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> yes, there was cheese everywhere, I'm delighted to say. So. Yeah. Oh, it was fabulous. Um, so, uh, Joe is also a Southampton-based uh, creative. And why don't you tell us a bit about what you like to get up to? Ah, uh, well, what do you want to know? Um, I moved here from Kent, like, nearly a decade ago, I suppose. And um, I mostly write. I am dabbling in poetry at the moment, quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, but I have a website, I have a blog, as most people do. Um, and, yeah, I read a lot. Um, I like exploring the local area god I sound boring I drink a lot of coffee <laughs> I go to the library a lot and I go to the theatre a lot as well so you go to the theatre a lot I go to the theatre a lot you're the a resident uh, writer for well I review yeah I review local shows quite a bit for both on my website and also on Broadway World UK nice um, which was a surprise I just sort of fell into it and uh, I mean I, I'll let you on in a secret I don't really know what I'm doing but people seem to like it so yeah. I'm going to keep doing it I have no idea what I'm doing most of the time so hence yeah, the pino yeah exactly well you know <laughs> literally you must... my creative juices <laughs> flow from a bottle of pino mm, delicious yeah. <laughs> creation <laughs> um, so uh, Joe and I we met at university we I did forget, I keep forgetting this. I do as well yeah I forget that <laughs> yeah we both went to well, we went to Southampton University the University of Southampton Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> technically, technically. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did graphic arts at Winchester School of Art, which is technically Southampton. Um, and you did English? Yes, I did. I did a BA and then I stayed on for an MA because I loved it so much and I didn't want to face the real world. Yeah. Yeah, loved it. Those were nice sheltered times. They were <laughs> some of the best years of my middling length yeah. of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. I'm not even good. being sarcastic. I no, no. Although I always look back at photos thinking, I looked a bloody mess. Yeah, I, I think we all did. We were we were so oblivious because we all looked as bad as each other. And like students today look so hot. I'm like, oh, I didn't brush my hair for three years. Don't, they're all born in the year 2000 now as well, which makes me feel ancient. But there we go. We won't talk yeah. about how We long. won't talk we about are. that. <laughs> but we were on the student paper, weren't we? we, we you were. illustrated all our articles. Yeah, we met on the Wessex Sea. Wessex Sea. Is that still going? Yeah. Oh, fab. Shout out to any of our uh, fellow Wessex seniors listening. I don't know if any of you will be, but yeah, just in case. Yeah, you was deputy editor. Lifestyle editor, then deputy editor, yeah. 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 I was Winchester, then the designer. Back in the day when I thought I could be a journalist, which didn't work out very well. Oh, you still do a bit of journalism. Well, I write, but I don't yeah. do journalist stuff. But journalisting. Journalisting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the day job, you do yeah, research so, writing. Yeah, so my day job, I write all sorts, um, research articles. I do, like, university prospectuses and, and stuff like that. So I I'm, I feel very lucky to be able to say that I'm a writer for my career, as my actual career as mm. well. Um, and I've had a few different jobs before that, but I've sort of worked my way up to it, and it's... 
yeah, it's I'm really enjoying it. Like, it's not creative. Well, it's creative writing, yeah. but with like limitations and you know yeah. ideas. And, it's a brief. I yeah, suppose. briefing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's good. It's good. Good, good practice. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's another bow to the yeah, string. Yeah, yeah. I like What's as, if people say a string to the bow. Yeah, string. To, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Put up a tool in the box. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, it's really nice to be able to say to people when they say, "Oh, what do you do?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a writer." Yeah, you are I'm a writer. I don't elaborate, but I can say that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So, like, have you always wanted to be a writer? Yeah. yeah. I used to write small stories when I was younger. Oh, my mum's electric typewriter. Um, I used to make uh, textbooks about science. What, unbelievably, for fun. For fun. <laughs> I, had a, I, I had a phase of making comic books, which weren't very good. Um, yeah, and when I was younger, my mum always said that there was a bag of, like birthday and Christmas card cuttings out that they would have and apparently I would just sit there and stare at them for hours oh. and just like go through the bag and then go through the pile that was next to me again and again so what to read the poetry bits or? just just to look at the pictures and the oh. words like I probably didn't understand half of it but yeah I used to just trawl through I was a very visual kid I think mm. I remember a lot of my children's books partially because of the illustrations which you'll be pleased to hear oh, fabulous yeah so yeah. Yeah. did you ever do Art. Yeah, I did art for A level, and then it was between art and English for uh, university. I was the same actually. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we balanced it out. Yeah, I, I've always loved English literature. Always, um, and I think that's why they the two go so easily hand in hand. They do, don't they? Yeah, I really miss actually. Um, sort of I don't think I could do it as well as I used to. I wasn't amazing, but mm. I, I got an A. But oh. I, I remember starting to work with oil paintings instead of, like, the acrylics that you get at GCSE, and, oh, mm. I loved it, because I I focused on making things as realistic as I could. Oh, cool. And, um, whereas, I, so I've got a twin sister, if anyone's interested, and we we both did art at A-level, and it was the only class in our school that we had together in, oh, in the cool. years that we were there. And um, she, she, she is so talented. She doesn't do it really anymore, but she is really skilled. And um, our art teacher would always sort of want me to be more like her because she was very expressive and would use, like, different sort of um, materials and she'd put, like, oil and then, like, wax and then ink and I would just be like, let's make this look like a photo and mm. then I'll be happy. So, yeah, yeah, but I miss it. I do miss it. Yeah, I'm the same with writing. I'm just writing. I never find the time to sit down and write a story It's really anymore. hard. Yeah. It's really hard. And we lose creativity when we're adults as well, I think. Like, yeah. we don't... We limit ourselves quite a lot and we focus on what's realistic or we write about what we know whereas as kids when you have to write a story in class you're like yeah I don't know let's go into space or something like that we, we're just like okay I'm just going to write about this experience that I had mm. so yeah we put too much pressure on ourselves I think yeah that's kind of why I start the podcast because I'm trying to like get creativity going yeah. like when you're like you know not not being a student anymore or whatever or trying to rediscover things mm. that like tick something in your yeah. brain to like go I want it's, to make a thing it's really hard to find time for that I think mm. like you can sit and watch a film and you'll come out absolutely buzzing and I love that but you can't really hold on to that for very long yeah, I don't and, know I'm still obsessed with the Star Wars I mean movie. yeah yeah you have, you have mentioned that a few <laughs> my, times already since you arrived <laughs> boyfriend says he hasn't sharp about it since so I hear it's good <laughs> I mean I was listening to your last episode where you talked about it before I came home today and now you're talking about it again and I'm like oh good deja vu this is, this yeah. is fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
but you know, <laughs> I'll promise I'll watch it for you. Thank you. <laughs> That'll make you happy. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody the other day. Oh, that is on my list. That's fabulous. I love Queen. Okay. I was obsessed when I was about twelve. The same. So obsessed. Yeah. Learn all the words yeah. to most of the songs. Yeah. The same. famous ones. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I so want to see that. That is one I want to see. Yeah, I definitely recommend that too. It's been a good season for films. It has, and we're coming up to Oscar season as well, yeah. which is always the best time to go to mm. cinema. So I need to, I need to make more of an effort to go. I think. Yeah, I never see Oscar films though. I feel, I feel they're too arty for me, and that's coming from like. Mm. I, saw, I saw a good few like last year and the year before. Yeah, yeah. I think the only one I watched was Moonlight and Lake. Oh, see that I didn't. Was see that last year? No, that must have been that about two years ago. No, was it last year? Because then they had the La La Land. Oh, was that two years ago? I can't remember. No. Time goes so quickly when you're old. <laughs> <laughs> what is time? <laughs> is that what we're here to talk about today? What is time? I measure Amy? time by uh, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. How much food I eat when the next meal is. <laughs> I remember because La La Land was when we went to see, I went to see it with my dad and we had Frankie and Benny's. So whenever oh, I had last had a Frankie and Benny's is when I saw yeah. it, which was about two years ago. I <laughs> track my memories with food as well. Yeah. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, I went to see La La Land like twice and it wasn't even my favourite film at the time. Yeah. And I remember going on a date to see like Lion and the guy was like I, I preferred La La Land I was like I didn't um, ah. yeah we yeah well that, the first one well I've only watched it once but I, I remember coming out of the cinema thinking that was amazing and then after a week I was like oh actually it wasn't that no, good see, see I was different I saw it the first time I was like that was good but I don't think it lived up to the hype mm. and then I saw it again I was like ooh I quite like it and then I saw, and I find that I do that a lot with films, like especially if they're overhyped as well. I kind of don't want to like them, but then they grow on me. Yeah, is that why I don't want to see a Star Is Born? Yeah, I feel like it might be overhyped. Also, my mum wants me to watch the original, oh. and I feel like I need to watch the original before I watch the yeah. I, well, the one with Barbara Streisand. Yeah, I know yeah. there's a few others because you you mentioned that as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was interesting to watch to compare the two because there are elements that are very similar like the typography they use oh, cool. the title is this very cool. 70s and Good. the outfits are very 70s I'm sure I'm sure it's amazing I just yeah. I just I would like to see more original films as well as remakes. I feel like we mm. we we have a lot of remakes and and it would be nice for some originality. Yeah. I've never seen a Disney remake of what? Like you know where they're doing all the live action stuff. Mm. I saw Cinderella and was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, but I suppose what you got to compare it to? Yeah, cartoon from the forties. I mean, Disney film, <laughs> Disney, you know, animations are just the best. But like, then you got Lion of... King, which is too recent. Yeah, like at least with like Snow yeah. White, Cinderella. At least yeah, we've like, had time to settle. There's been wars since. <laughs> you know what? My favourite Disney film is Disney Robin Hood. I love oh, Disney Robin Hood, and we all fancied Disney Robin Hood as a fox. Oh yeah, and and I've always he's a ginger icon. I know he's like you know the the I don't know chairman of your club. That yeah, he's yeah he's sexy. He's fine. He can hang. Although I always found the scene really creepy. You know when him and Maid Marian are like walking. Oh, they can walk through the. The, 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 the wood. Is that the bit? But he puts like a. a I wing. always dreamed of that. But, <laughs> it, doesn't go, it doesn't go round her finger. It's, it's between her fingers. A really creepy fox hand. Yeah, like fox fingers. I didn't see that. I just saw everlasting love, and that's basically what I base all my ideas of romance on. So if anyone's listening, that's what I expect. Fairy little fox and that's, fingers. Yeah, that's why I am where I am today. Ah, oh, same. Very much on my own. <laughs> That film he taught me about tax. Yeah, yeah. Robin Hood set the bar too high, I'm afraid, guys. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and taxes, taxes. Yeah. Honestly, my dad and I, like, quote Robin Hood all the time. Do you? We, I don't yeah. remember any quotes except, That's like, the, the poor box. 
works. It sure is. <laughs> I remember the coin being oh, yeah. really satisfying. The giant coin with the yeah. mice, and it looked like a biscuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yes. looked, it looked like the biscuit from Cinderella. Oh, the cheese. Oh, but they all, they, all, they all take images from each film and use them in the yeah. other films, don't they? Because Baloo the Bear is exactly the same as um, Little John in, in Disney World. Yeah. And there's, like, there was this BuzzFeed article about like the, the top ten most satisfying food moments in Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to and find I, that. I went through it and I was like, yes. How like, have I not read this yet? It's like the bit where Rafiki breaks open that fruit. Oh, Do you remember yeah. that really satisfying oh, yeah, crunch yeah. and dribble? And then there was, oh, what was it? Mm. I'm trying to remember other I, I, I remember, um, you know the song about food in Mulan? Yes. And the, and um, Wait, no. No, well, it's not a song about food, but you know when the, 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 the larger um, gentleman, and they're singing about women. Oh. oh a girl worth fighting and then he was like talking about all the food that he'd like to eat and then he goes beef pork chicken mm. and that's the only bit I could sing of that film, of that song and it, I think I was with someone and it just came on and that's the only bit I sang along to and I got a very strange look that was that's the best film for songs yeah and but they're remaking that and I heard I heard they're not putting the music in. I'm not sure well I'm I will I will I, I, I don't I don't have a strong opinion if I'm being honest it's the best songs Disney wise I do love Mulan. I, if I want to cry, I will put on the uh, cinematic orchestra version. Because honestly, the oh. score is phenomenal. Oh, film scores. Oh. That takes us Which on takes to... us into what we should be talking about. That then. very accidental <laughs> pivot. Do you like that? Do you like how I mentioned oh, film yeah. scores? Generally, <laughs> yes, I know that. that's on our list, isn't it? <laughs> Love a cheeky film score. Got faves? Yeah, so... Um, I remember I started listening to film scores properly when I started university, um, and I tried I tried using them to help me sleep because I am a troubled sleeper, mm. not as troubled as some, but it stresses me out. So, and um, I think it's Thomas Newman's music I love, and I love his music for The Road to Perdition. That film is amazing as well. Most of the time, good music and a good film goes together, so mm. you can pretty much guarantee that you're you're going to like both. But um, yeah, his his music for um, series of unfortunate events, the film, oh. love it. Letter, the letter that never came will always get to me. Oh. It's very soothing, but also very sort of you know moving. Um, so I really like Thomas Newman, and obviously all the classic John Williams is like very oh mate. <laughs> <laughs> I saw um uh, went to the uh, Royal Albert Hall oh. and uh, the so jealous. Royal Philharmonic Orchestra yeah. played John Williams. Oh. Um, the jealous, tears man. that flowed. <laughs> so I remember. Amazing. I have a very distinct memory of just after I learned to drive, and my sister and I shared a car, and I drove back from school once, and there's a there's a bit of a, a big sort of dip before we get to like our, our village and um i just remember i think it was either the star wars theme or something came on and we were like going down this dip and i was like this is epic and it was really sad <laughs> but i just remember it felt like a really sort of like epic driving moment yeah. even though we were on our sad little four fiesta god bless its soul it's like the soundtrack to your own movie. yeah yeah but yeah i like doing that as well pretending i'm in a film but yeah. um we Same. wouldn't do that <laughs> in, a, in a monologue like carrie yeah. Sure, yeah, huh? and I then I wonder. Yes, and and uh, that got me thinking. How I drunk will I be in the <laughs> Yes, I couldn't help but wonder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How much 
Jeez, did we <laughs> yes, eat in yes. our pasta? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and yeah, so I listen to, at the moment, I'm listening to a lot of the Dunkirk soundtrack, which is quite intense, mm. but that's quite sort of good if I'm on a deadline at work. Or yeah. like, um, I think it's Johan Johansson, who I don't think, I think he died really recently, but the guy that did the soundtrack for, um, oh my God, what, what one is it? Um, the film about... Uh, uh, the scientist. Oh god, this is really bad. This is really embarrassing. That I can't guy. believe you've got oh, this on, on record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Stephen Hawking. Oh yeah, yeah, of everything. Yeah, yeah, we got there eventually. No, I love that soundtrack, <laughs> and I love the soundtrack to um, Atonement because it's got typewriters in it, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, I literally will listen to anything. Um, Lion as well, the film with um, Dev Patel in it. Oh my god, the music to that is beautiful mm. as well. I don't know. Well, I guess the next step for music and, like, films is theatre. Yes, yeah. Yeah. theatre. I do love my theatre. So, um, I've ended up... I think I mentioned earlier mm. that I've sort of found myself reviewing more and more theatre um, in the last year, especially. Um, so, um, it means I get to see a lot of amazing stuff. Mm. And not so amazing stuff, but that's the beauty of it. You see a whole range... Um, but it also means that I get to see stuff I wouldn't normally buy tickets for, necessarily. Mm. And half the time, it's it opens my eyes to something that is unexpected and brilliant. And this is from you reviewing theatre, yeah, yeah, local theatre. So I don't I don't go up to London and do all the big 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 shows. Um, I probably could if I asked. Mm. Um, but I mostly stick to the stuff in Southampton and the surrounding area. Um, and I'm quite passionate about what we get down here. Um, the opportunities we have. Um, the shows that visit because we have a lot of touring theatre but also the local theatres um, really offer some amazing stuff that they create in-house as well so I I spend a lot of time at Nuffield Southampton theatres and the Mayflower Theatre as well and I've also been up to the point in Eastleigh a few times mm. and I, I would like to go to the Theatre Royal in Winchester but um, yeah, Nuffield Southampton Theatres NST it just blow my mind. Mm, that, um, that play we all saw yeah, together was really good. Yeah, so Amy and I went to see a uh, we went to see um, the Mountaintop mm. about Martin Luther King's sort of last night before he was assassinated, mm. and we didn't really know what to expect. And it was your first time at the theatre. It, it was, yeah, and very exciting. What did you think? It was very intimate. Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, is it called a static set or something? Yeah, well, I, I don't know what the technical terms. No, I should but know. like, where everything was like. Yeah. Yeah. real so like they were smoking real cigarettes and they were drinking coffee and like yeah. everything was living and it was really yeah interesting. it was in real time and, and yeah. yeah it was that was really good actually I think I gave that five stars because I just fell in mm. love with the whole thing yeah um and I've yeah I've seen some amazing stuff um uh the shadow factory is something that Nuffield have, have done and it's about our local history ah. and, and I saw it last year but it's coming back in, so in about t- yeah about in 2019 so yeah, that's really exciting. Um, and I've seen some sort of musical theatre. Um, I've seen sort of um, re- reimaginations of Greek comedy. The Greeks were rude, man. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> had a good time. <laughs> um, I've been able to see um, ballet and opera. I'm seeing the opera this week again. Um, but it just means that I get to experience a whole lot of stuff that I wouldn't normally. And it it's really hard work reviewing them. Like, it's a really good thing to do, but I... I say to people, like, I will stay up till, like, one, two in the morning getting it done the same night and then obviously go in for a full-time job the next day. And if I've got a few in a row, it can get quite tiring. But I wouldn't I wouldn't not do that. Like, it's mm. a really amazing opportunity. And, 
yeah, it might not last long or it might not last forever, but it's I'm enjoying it at the moment and I'm going to make every sort of moment count really. And I'm I'm really lucky um, and I really appreciate the people who sort of allow me to to have those experiences. Plus, it means I get to take some friends to see shows, which I like doing because my friends deserve nice things. Aww, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good. And it yeah, it just means that it inspires me. Like, so theatre was a big part of like my degree. Um, and actually, my lowest mark was for a theatre review. <laughs> my, one of my other lowest marks was for a poem as well. So I'm like, screw you. <laughs> That's what I do now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and I just, I mean, I did my dissertation like performance and performativity and the idea of performing something rather than sort of saying it quite literally. And, and it fascinates me. So it lets me nerd out as well as, mm. like I saw Six, the musical, mm. about Henry VIII's Six Wives at the Nuffield last week. And it was, oh my God, I haven't stopped listening to the soundtrack. Is it original soundtrack? Yeah, yeah, it's oh. amazing. It is It is so sassy and brilliant and, and they rewrite history and they call it herstory because they're mm. like telling the tale of the wives and giving them a voice and letting them speak without being dictated by sort of Henry's. I love a bit of the Tudors. Oh, so brilliant. So yeah, that's like one of the best things I've seen all year. So yeah, the- yeah, theatre's a huge, huge thing for me and-, and it just keeps my creative, I hate to say it, creative juices flowing. And creative Pinot flowing. Yes, yes. <laughs> that sounds there is often, there, it often comes with wine, so it's, yeah. all, it's all good. But yeah. yeah. Lovely glass, are not we? Yeah, it's good. I think we're nearly through the whole bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really love um old British sitcoms. Excellent. Um and I would love to write funny stuff. Um I know one of your previous guests was a comedian. Oh yes, Christy. Yeah. yeah Hi Christy, does. I listen to you. <laughs> um yeah, it, big shoes to fill. I don't know if that was literal or not, but yeah. It was a good it was a really good episode, yeah. so I feel quite intimidated. Excellent, yeah. <laughs> Really good one. Yeah, I had to edit good. down like three hours worth of content. Yeah, I promise not to talk that much. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> it was lovely to have you, Christy, but dear God, it took me two weeks. You can talk. You can talk. Yeah. Um, no, I, so comedies, I love laughing. I think it's the best. And I envy people who can make people genuinely like mm. belly laugh. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's incredibly clever as well. You should never underestimate, you know, like comedy is often seen as quite like a, I don't know, like like a low sort of key kind of mode of entertainment mm. and there, there are sort of easy ways to make people laugh but I think it's just incredibly clever and mm. I love clever stuff I love stuff that really sort of you have to sort of you can pick apart and there's more to it than meets the eye you yeah know? Definitely. um but yeah I grew up with a lot of sort of classic British sitcoms and I love them like I, mm. I love Blackadder I love it maybe not the first series no one really watches the first series Which of Blackadder he was like a medieval Weasley man with a bowl cut and he was an I, I've never watched an episode because oh no I never but the, the last three are just oh my god I could watch them over and over again I can quote them I mean I can quote stuff I love yeah like learn off by heart I remember the queen oh queenie yeah I, I think oh I watched my god. that the yeah. Tudor ones are brilliant and like I recently watched the um the Blackadder Goes Forth, the one in the trenches, because of the anniversary yeah. that we just we had. watched that at history class, actually. Yeah, I think everyone watched a bit where they go over the top, and yeah. oh my God, that makes me cry every time. But that's mm. what I mean, it's clever, and it makes you think, and it's a, the whole series of Blackadder Goes Forth is a clever commentary on, like, the, the situation of war and how utterly ridiculous some parts of it were, you mm. know. 
but it makes you laugh and and it's so quick-witted and 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 each character is so brilliant and and i love the fact that it goes through history because again nerdy so yeah um yeah i love it you can stick <laughs> me in front of blackadder or like i'm uh, not so much 40 towers but like my dad loves Black dad's army so I, i've watched a lot of that in my time mm. um don't panic don't panic you know all that and morecambe and wise and yeah 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 so i watched um, that with my granddad quite a lot the yeah two ronnies. yeah two ronnies oh um ronnie barker and yeah just like porridge and all that brilliant mm. I, I just think that it, it i sound really old now but it isn't the same now it's very mm. different yeah um but i just i admire people who who can do stuff like that and write stuff like that as well and i'd love to write more funny stuff i just mm. i feel like i can make people laugh a little bit when i talk to them but that's half yeah that's difficult to translate i think yeah there's so much like chemistry to it like yeah. um I went for dinner with Christy the other week and like I just love hearing him talk about mm. he talks about comedy like it's a science like it is a joke is constructed yeah. like with great intent and if you don't construct it correctly then yeah. you're gonna fall flat the and timing like, and yeah, everything and reading I think the audience some people are good at it and some people aren't and I don't think I am but one can dream yeah maybe I can learn yeah and like comedy kind of links in with theatre as well because I have a real soft spot for improv oh yeah oh. That is clever. Like, I would love to be able to do that. I saw some improv when the Comedy Central was in Southampton mm. and um, we watched Drunk History. Oh, I'd Again, love our favourite things, that. alcohol and history. Um, <laughs> hey. And they had, they had an improv, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but they, they came down from London and the funniest bits oh. was the improv guys. Spontaneous reacting. stuff. Yeah. Being able to respond that quick to stuff. I used to watch Whose Lines Anyway. Yeah. And that's coming to London in, in like in this month or next month and I just oh I mean I would love to go but I just think it's so clever. Yeah, and they, they came up with like inside jokes. Yeah. We were only there for twenty five minutes and yet there was inside jokes yeah. already formed yeah. and callbacks and Yeah. I, I I mean when I went to the Edinburgh Fringe two years ago with my friend Rob. Hi Rob. Um <laughs> if you're listening. Hey Rob. <laughs> um Yeah, and, and half the stuff I saw was improv. We we saw um Showstoppers the musical and they improvised an entire musical. Oh, is that a podcast? Uh don't know, but they're they they're going on tour, like they're coming down to Southampton I think soon. Ah. So yeah, like they are brilliant. They improvise a whole musical and it's insane. Um yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. What I love about it is is what it makes you think about, and it's the yes and it's that creativity mm. and it collaboration. Yeah, exactly, and it's bouncing off other people. And and I, I don't know about you, but I always feel most inspired after having a, a chat a bit like this, really, where yeah. you're you're sharing stories and ideas and stuff, and you come out and you're like, yeah, I could write that thing that I've been thinking about, or yeah, my writer's block has completely gone now, and you do have to capture it because it goes, and then you're like, oh, I'll just sit down and watch Friends, and then next thing you know, you're screwed again because you can't remember anything that you talked about <laughs> yeah but it yeah it's just a it's just a way of getting the mind to work yeah. but yeah i think people that can do that are brilliant and mm. they inspire me and yeah i want to go back to the fringe soon and get another hit yeah of it. <laughs> i've never been i'd love to go oh you should i mean everyone says that oh you should but it, you i think everyone should go at least once even for a few you don't need to go for very long because it's knackering mm. but yeah just just it, it really makes you sort of think and, and experience some different stuff. So yeah, comedy. Comedy. Love it. Love it <laughs> Who doesn't love to laugh, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's mildly terrifying, Thank but you. we'll, 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 uh, we'll breeze over that, I think. Cool. <laughs> um, let's talk about like dreams for the future. Dreams for the future. I, I'm, 
I've sort of focused my attention a lot on poetry mm. over the last year. So I did a poetry course this time last year um, at the local university, University of Southampton. They do lifelong learning courses. Um, so I did an evening course in poetry and it was really inspiring. And um, it meant I shared some of my work and I got sort of seriously thinking about spending more time on it. And since then, I've done more and more. Um, and this year has just been a bit strange because I, I, I like to say that I don't actually... Is it recording? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'll carry on. Yeah. So I like to think I know what... I don't... I think no one says that they know what they're doing. Mm. Um, but somehow I've managed to convince people that the stuff I put out isn't awful. And I get a few people saying how much they like their, my stuff, which I, I love and it means mm. a lot to me. Um, but I want to keep doing that. So poetry is something that I really want to focus on because, mm. like we've just said, you can't do everything. Um, mm. And... I don't have the attention span to write novels or anything like that, but I want to write. And poetry is a really nice way of putting a, a thought or a feeling onto paper and sort of say, oh God, it's so cheesy, but setting it free. Yes. You're putting it out there and people can talk about it. And it it's quite interesting because I, I, don't, I very rarely spend much time editing. I just kind of write it in, that's it. Um, but I won the poetry prize thing, the competition yeah. for Stylist magazine with my wedding poem, and now I'm reading that at two friends' weddings. Oh, that's amazing. Next year, yeah, which is lovely. Like, my sister got married. Congratulations, Katie and Les. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she got married uh, last month, and I wrote a poem just for her, and just, well, just for them, not just her, for Les too. Um, <laughs> but I wrote a poem for them to read at their wedding, which I don't intend on really sharing much because it's their thing. Oh, that's um, lovely. And yeah, like I, you know, I, I've got a poetry slam semi-final coming up next month. Um, somehow I won a round in yeah. June for poetry poetry slam. And like the winner, the winner of this round goes to the Royal Albert Hall. So it's part of Hammer and Tongue, which you can find in lots of cities. Um, and I would highly recommend going along to a poetry slam. Like it's not as scary and violent as it sounds. Yeah, that was a big step. Yeah, it was. I'd only performed my poetry once before that, so. That was a surprise. So yeah, like I'm not expecting to get much further, but just that is just yeah. a real boost and stepping out your comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I I just want to keep doing more of that. Really, I, I I've got a few people who want me to do a few things, but I do want to keep writing like you know thought pieces and and little pieces on my on my blog as well mm. because you know I'm not just about rhymes and. No, your piece that was been my favourite actually, which I think kind of went a bit viral actually. Well, around, viral around for me, not viral for us. Viral for my people. little, my little, you know. No, bubble. I, I saw it everywhere. It oh. was your piece about um, millennial milestones. Oh yeah, and adulting, adulting, and yeah. how everybody's milestones are different, and you shouldn't compare yeah. each other. That it really, really meant a lot that everyone related to that actually, because I was having a bit of a moment myself. Mm. And it, it makes you feel so much better when you put something out there and everyone says, oh, yeah, me too. And you're like, oh, thank God it's not just me. You no, know. I we really all feel the same. It, yeah. yeah. I think our age group is struggling very much because we don't have the same things as maybe the generation before us had. Mm. So the things that we sort of saw as sort of normal milestones aren't there for us anymore. Yeah. And then you also come out of education and you don't have... Well, for me, I was very much like validated by the grades I got. And if when you don't have that in the real world, you might have sort of um, assessments at work and, and things like that, but you don't have it as you did. Yeah. It's really hard for people like me who need to be validated by all these things to know if you're doing well. Mm. And it's very easy to feel like you're not doing very well, especially 
when milestones are like getting married or having kids or buying a house and that's not possible for everyone to do like I haven't done any of those things yeah and I you know I've been in the same sort of office for a while and but but it's it's saying okay well those aren't my milestones but I've also done this this and this but you do have to step back and remind yourself you won a poetry competition well, yeah you're published well yeah <laughs> you'll but take that you also need to like look back and think yeah yeah fuck yeah that was yeah, a milestone yeah exactly it, it doesn't mean you know just because I'm you know planning my 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 uh, life as a spinster doesn't mean I'm not achieving other things do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. though like I, I we were talking over we were talking over dinner um audience over cheesy <laughs> mac and cheese um and we were saying about how everyone seems to be getting married and it it can be quite sort of intimidating one if you're in a relationship you feel like you need to be taking the next step or whatever yeah i'm like well what's wrong with me exactly then? and and <laughs> 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 that's awkward yeah. and uh, <laughs> um and that you know like me like um, so my twin sister got married recently and i'm possibly about as single as you could possibly get but you know that doesn't mean things suck yeah you know um we're doing things that other people haven't yeah yeah, exactly but everyone's so concerned with everyone else and 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 things look marvelous for everyone on social media you know but that's not reality and it's really important that we take a i mean i can't talk because i'm the worst for it but you know we need to take a step back and and think about what it might be really like behind the feed as yeah, it were the veil yeah. of the instagram filter yeah mm. but yeah i mean we got quite deep with that question didn't we really we did. what's the future uh self-comparison and self-loathing and all sorts what's your vision of like yeah that's my goal i just want to keep writing done. yeah i'd love to get published i'd love to be able to talk about stuff share things have a book with my name on it or something or like you know teach something or be known for poetry or something like that but I'm I don't know if I want to put a label on what I what I see as success partly because I'm too scared that I won't ever get there and then I'll Mm. feel like a failure because that's what I would do Mm. but also because I think things change all the time um and what I would see as a success now is probably not what I would see as a success in like two years time Mm. because like two years ago I wasn't doing poetry I was I don't know what I was doing something else who knows but um you know it, it changes so I think as long as I keep creating thinking and trying new things and and testing myself then that will be good but I would I mean if anyone wants to publish my stuff I wouldn't say no <laughs> hello <laughs> picture on the front that would be great be, I mean I do have a few <laughs> photos that you could put in the author section at the back of me looking sort of intriguing in a roll neck oh, in, in, my, like in my specs black and white yes yes yeah. with, my, with my chin on my hand sort of gazing into the distance we all, we've all got one of those stored up ready yeah, just in case definitely. but yeah like yeah being published would be the dream but that's that's a lot of people's dreams and mm. you've got to adapt haven't you really yeah. otherwise I, I wouldn't want to feel like a failure when I'm not a failure exactly you thought about getting into like voiceovers you've got a lovely voice oh I, I'm very aware that I sound really posh <laughs> um, I don't like like everyone, I really hate the sound of my own voice. So this is gonna. I'm really apologize. Really apologizing to all the listeners out there. Who, you got a wonderful voice. Thanks. I would love you to read audiobooks. Oh well, I'll write a book and then I'll read it. How yeah. about that? <laughs> I want to listen to it while I'm in bed. Oh, her and my that's ear. nice. At least it won't put everyone off. <laughs> nice, wonderful. Yeah, maybe there's like a dating site out there where you can just sort of like allure people with your voice. Oh, you could do that thing. What's that thing? It's like. 
It's a thing. Where yeah. <laughs> there's like, lots of things, Amy. Do you want to? Do you want to be more specific? On, on YouTube, where people talk in like really low voice and like where people listen to it while they fall asleep. Oh no, no, I wouldn't do that because I'd end up like you know doing something ridiculous and putting them off. <laughs> Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Or stupid voices and they'll be like, well, that completely interrupted yeah. my sleep patterns. That's so a boner kill. That. Yep. Great. Cool. <laughs> Don't fancy you anymore. <laughs> Lovely. But yeah, like, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I was saying to you earlier that I just want to make sure that I create a life that, that will keep me happy in itself. Mm. Um, I'm, well, I'm, I'm a, an eternal romantic no. And I do, I do think that I was built to be with someone, but at the moment I'm not, and I haven't been for a while, and I'm learning to be okay with that. But I think the reason why I've thrown myself into so much sort of creative stuff recently with the theatre and the poetry, and because I just want to make sure that in a few years I won't wait. I don't want to waste any time waiting for stuff to happen. Yeah, it sounds really corny, and I'm not one of these people that's very sort of you know um I don't do motivational speaking and stuff like that but I do think that I I just want to make sure that I make the most of it and do the stuff I want to do and try doing the stuff I want to do so I guess that's why the poetry stuff has happened because I just thought you know what I'll just do it and see what happens and yeah it hasn't gone too badly so far yeah good for you where can people uh, read your work? JoeFisherWrites.com mm. um, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram and I share a lot of my writing on there and so I do like honest haikus yeah. and stuff like that. I like the ones where you colour in... Oh yeah, Blackout Poetry. Oh yeah. yes, I wrote a blog post about that recently. So Blackout Poetry I did because I ran out of ideas of my own and thought I would steal other people's words. <laughs> I read a really That's how a great art happens. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing's original, is it? No. Um, but I, I read an article about blackout poetry and what it is, and I really recommend people look it up because it's quite cool. But basically, you pick up a newspaper and you black out words until you create until the words that are left create a phrase or a sentiment or so. Even if it's nonsensical, it's quite interesting. So one Friday night, I just got the free Waitrose paper on my way home from work and had a go and posted them on my Instagram and Twitter, and they. People seem to find them funny. I think the one that people liked just said, she ironed until she died. And I think a lot of people related to that <laughs> yeah, in terms that. of, you know, the drudgery of housework, to be honest. But yeah, um, but yeah I'm That would the... be the title of your first book. Oh, yeah, well, my first poetry collection. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. But yeah, I, I post a lot of stuff on... Um, on Instagram, like, um, I'm quite, I like to be quite honest about life as well. So it's not all sort of, fil- it's behind the filters, I suppose. But I do share a lot of what I write and, and things. And you can find me there. It's Joe underscore Fisher underscore. And then on Twitter, I'm at Joanne Fisher, which is my full name. Because I set that up back in 2009 before everyone called me Joe. So I was going to say, are you a Joe or a Joanne? I'm a Joanne. But oh, no shit. one calls me, no, no one calls me Joanne. I, I, I put you, it, I put I'll call it, you Joanne. Do you? Oh, I will. Oh, oh, well, no, it's okay. I prefer Joe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joanne, Joanne is for, like, job applications and, and important stuff. Yeah. But Maybe no, your pen name. People, well, I don't know. It looks, like, quite nice. Well, you got Joanne it? Rowling, haven't you? Who's that? J.K. Rowling. Oh, yeah, but she... She's not called Joanne. I can't. Well, if I did that, it'd be Jeff Fisher, which isn't. Jeff Fisher. No. Jeff Fisher sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it's not the same, so I won't be doing that. <laughs> Joe Fisher's fine. Sounds like a Beatrix Potter character. Yeah, Jeff Fisher. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, it's not a very glamorous name, but it's my name, and it's no, who, I, who I am. 
Yeah. But yeah, exactly. I post a lot on social. Social media is a big part of my life, sadly. No, I, <laughs> I mean, we're all on that boat. <laughs> we're all as bad as each other. But yeah, it, yeah, it's a good it's a good place for me to share my stuff as well. And I get to gauge what people like. So my like honest haiku mm. posts seem to do fairly fairly well. Yeah. Fairly right. well. So if, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of more ideas for those. So writing honestly is quite Yeah. Nice. I try like I'm not I'm not brave enough to be too brutal yet. Mm. There's a lot of blog posts and poems I'd love to write about. Um but um I'm not I'm not quite brave enough. Oh. Yet. Maybe you should have like a pseudonym and yes. post it all. Yes. I'll, I'll think of one. <laughs> I won't tell you what it is. <laughs> Joanna. Um, yes. Oh, so different. Who's Josephine. She? Josephine. <laughs> Jolene. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah. Jolene Fisher. That's a sick well, name. Well, my, my lovely friend Rob, who has, this is his second shout out of the podcast, <laughs> that he likes to sing uh, Dolly Parton's Jolene to me when he sees me sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's awesome. If you thing. ever need a pen name, I think that's a good one. Yeah. There we go. We've sorted it. Great. <laughs> Fab. <laughs> Any recommendations for our listeners? Books, bookwise, or generally? Uh, yeah, anything you've done recently? Uh, mm, well, I recommend if you're in the Southampton area or Hampshire, like the local theatre is amazing, and I cannot praise Nuffield Southampton Theatres or the Mayflower enough. Mm. Um, I think they're brilliant. So if you're in the local area, go to them. But if you if you have a local theatre in wherever you are, like give it a chance and, and try something new. Um, Support local art. Yeah, exactly. It's all part of it. And I think that it's very easy to dismiss theatre as some sort of high-faluting art form, but it's not. It's for everyone. And like I say, theatre and poetry is for everyone. Mm. Um, poetry slams, go to them. Um, you know, poetry, again, is for everyone. Like, some of my favourite poems are by Michael Rosen and Roald Dahl, and they're, like, for kids half the time, but they're brilliant. Mm. Um and yeah, um, I, I I don't really have any recommendations apart from that. I just, I mean, if you follow me on social media, then you'll see what I'm reading and stuff, and that might inspire you. Hmm. But just yeah, yeah, each their own. And any nugget of advice for any people who want to be writers themselves? Um, so I did a course a while ago with um, Laura Jane Williams, who um, is someone to follow if you're interested in all that she's got a few books out and stuff and she's quite inspiring and she always said in the course that you are a writer you don't have to be published or anything like that if you write you're a writer mm. and I, I always try and remind myself of that because it's very Same. easy to if you if you art you're an artist yes exactly <laughs> even if nobody else sees what you produce you're still a writer or an artist or a creative or a something that you're too scared to call mm. yourself even if you think it should have a capital letter at the beginning, like a capital W, you're still yeah. a writer. But yeah, I, I sort of keep reminding myself of that. And, and my other piece of advice, I suppose, is just to keep doing it. Um, I, a lot of people think that I'm quite confident about my work because I'm quite open about sharing it. Uh, sometimes I like my stuff and sometimes I think it's crap. Mm. But it's like a compulsion um, and I will keep writing. Um, so yeah, just keep doing it, I think. And and. If you really love it, then it won't matter what people think, really, I suppose. Yeah. It's nice when they like it, though. Exactly. It does make me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, same. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Joe. Thanks for cooking me a lovely dinner. And you're welcome. I've got leftovers for lunch tomorrow, so I'm good. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having this me. This is my first proper podcast appearance as well. Yay! 
Oh, fabulous. And thank you all for listening. Thank you. If you've got any recommendations for your faux listeners, get in touch at Art and Stuff Pod on Instagram and Twitter or email me at artandstuffpod at gmail.com. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>